0: The following is the fourth hand production.
1: Bring on the weird. Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Yeah, man. I'm totally ready. How about you? <laughs> Oh
0: yeah, it's been, I said it just before we started recording, it's been a literal fortnight since we've recorded.
1: Yeah, and it shows in my uh, (laughs) (laughs) pre-planning.
0: But don't worry, they gave us plenty of time to do research, right? No. No? No. (laughs) My plan, while we were on vacation, like we knew what we wanted to do before we went on vacation... Yeah, And I'm like, yeah, dude, there's no way I'm not going to have any downtime to not do research. I'm definitely going to have the research done for this while I'm just sitting there between drinks on the beach or next to the pool
1: or laying in bed. Nope. Nope. (laughs) I did zero research on vacation. I figured for sure in the evening, yep, I'll have a little downtime nope yeah drank my face off swam in the pool passed out in bed
0: <laughs> that was daily baby
1: yeah pretty much <laughs> i wasn't even sure i was gonna have a beer for this episode oh boy because I, I feel like my body needs to recover it's still there yeah i guess a little bit it's kind of like like let's hey come on slow down you need like a juice detox or something but you know what i said I said, fuck you, body, and I went ahead and I grabbed a dogfish (laughs) 60-minute for this episode. Oh, yeah.
0: Because I don't care. As it's meant to be. Yes, sir. When we finally recover from the (laughs) uh, spending of all the monies for vacation, Mm. and we get back down to you, or if you uh, come up here, that'd be cool. I want to get the $40 four-pack of Dogfish Head 120. For us to check out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet, man.
0: But I got to recover financially for a little bit.
1: Mm -hmm. Indeed.
0: (laughs) But I'm having a 16-ounce New Trail Baltic Porter. It's a Sunrise Baltic Porter. New Trail is right out of Williamsport, right down the street. No kidding. Yeah, man.
1: Have you had it before? No, not this one. So we're going to get reaction, because I heard you open it. We're going to get reaction from you
0: yes sir this is
1: live for me not for you guys
0: oh holy smokes you like porters
1: i can do a porter not a huge fan
0: do you like coffee i like coffee i don't like coffee but this coffee and vanilla border whoa dude okay i, I highly recommend this okay
1: i wonder if i can get it in my area i think uh yeah i don't know i have no idea Can we send you one? Yeah, FedEx it, man. Don't DHL it. Because my wife, she she runs, her and my sister, they run a small business. Well, not so small anymore, but they've had nothing but problems. They, They get shipments in from China. The last two orders, DHL has lost packages, and DHL is like, I don't know. That's F, dude. Yeah, two in a row. How can you be a shipping company and you're just like, I don't know, there's no, like, well... Sorry? Yeah. My, my wife said, Don't you have G- uh, GPS tracking on them? And they were like, What? Well, yeah, but nah. Like, what? <laughs> you know who picked that package up. You know who allegedly delivered the package to our house. Yeah. So what- there's an
0: entire system. There's It scans how many times from being put in the box
1: to your doorstep. Exactly. Just gone. Signed by somebody named King. Well, that's not my name. What? My last it's name not... is not King. The last no. one, not the, not this newest one that got lost. The last one that got lost left Baltimore at like, I don't know, 855 and was delivered okay. at 859 and signed by King. Uh,
0: I think ooh, from Baltimore to where you live, it's a little bit longer than four minutes.
1: Yeah, I don't think, you, I mean, unless they got tech we don't know about. Uh, uh, Alien tech, perhaps? I don't know. But, well, look,
0: if they want some good reviews, then I don't think they're going to make packages just disappear. Old DHL. No, I mean, it's not smart. Nope. But speaking of alien tech, you know where this is going.
1: I do. I'm
0: talking about the Biddy and Barley Hill
1: incident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. I think you nailed it. Biddy and Barley. You ever had Barley Juice? <laughs> no.
0: Juice of the Barley? No. There's a, an Irish folk band, the Dubliners? The Young Dubliners. Tommy Makem? I don't know. Some of them, they sing about the Juice of the Barley. So I assume Juice of the Barley meant some sort of beer or some sort of moonshine. But I, I just randomly looked up because I wanted to make that reference. I wanted to make that joke. <laughs> But apparently barley juice is really good for you And you can just get it Barley juice, barley water
1: Antioxidants Really? Metabolism booster Is it one of those things where they just say it's good for you? Like charcoal Like people just drink charcoal water And like now aloe water is a thing too Maybe I don't know They put charcoal in everything now Charcoal toothpaste Charcoal Charcoal face wash I don't know If you squeeze
0: hard enough after you've drank the charcoal water, there could be diamonds.
1: Ooh. (laughs) Hey. Yeah. Very interesting.
0: Uh Uh-huh. That has nothing to do with Biddy and Barley. Nope. Hill. Or, as they're really known by, Betty and Barney Hill.
1: Oh, yeah. That sounds better. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Sounds a little smarter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think you got it right this time. I thought for sure you had it right the first time. (laughs) I don't know, man, she's learning about her. She's uh, she's a biddy. Oh, that might be a slander. I don't I don't know if you can say it. that. Is might, it? it? It might be. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a slander? Is that a derogatory term?
0: According to the Cambridge Dictionary, dictionary.cambridge.org, mm-hmm. biddy made up of a lot of different things that do not fit together well.
1: Hmm. Okay. Eddie Biddy? I don't know. It might be the wrong kind of bitty. I feel like if you call somebody an old bitty, you're calling her like an old bitch.
0: Oh, whoa, oh, hey, hey. I don't know. That, that took a turn. Isn't there a country song, "Little Biddy"? Alan Jackson or Dwight Yoakam?
1: No clue.
0: Come on, man. Oh, is it? All right. It all
1: started with an itty bitty or something like that. <laughs> I mean, it's that sounds that sounds right to me. We went down to the Hoochie Coochie, or we went down to the Chattahoochee. It gets hotter than a Hoochie Coochie. That's a song. That's a country song.
0: I think you got the right artist, but I think you got the wrong song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she put on a bikini. It was itty bitty. She grabbed my mullet and a beer, said, Let's get shitty. <laughs> uh, poems for everybody. Yep.
0: Yeah, Alan Jackson, Little Bitty. Yep. A little bitty house and a little bit of yard. Oh. Come on. Oh, now, yep, it's all coming back to you now.
1: I think I do know that song, yeah. (laughs) All right, now
0: that we've gone on a a bitty tangent.
1: An itty-bitty one. (laughs) So the hills, the hills, the hills have eyes.
0: Well, those ones did (laughs) on that particular night. Do you want to roll back a little bit and talk about her and him before they were them? I mean, see, see what I did there? Yeah. Do you know about them? I don't. (laughs) <laughs> well, I thought you knew a little bit of something about her Because she was a
1: You acted like you Well, I mean, just from what I've heard from the past I mean, I, I've i heard about this story a lot But I just I just know how like active they were For the UFO community or for um... Just in the community <laughs> Like, uh, they were high up in the NAACP or something like that They were very active members in that but I don't I don't really know what they were before they were they. She grew up on a farm in New Hampshire and that's where the
0: trouble began. A farm you know? in New Hampshire, do they have a lot of those? I don't know. She seemed the way I understand it, she was it was a fairly decent family. They were it seemed like they were fairly well off. You know, for farm folk mm-hmm. in the in the 50s, 40s, 50s. Well, I guess even before that, Eunice Elizabeth Betty Barrett was born June 28th, 1919. She grew up on a Kingston, New Hampshire farm. Spunky, agile, intelligent, and creative, she always saw herself as special, destined for great things.
1: She was special not only for this planet, but another one. Which one? I don't know.
0: Well, because the aliens were attracted to her? Yeah. For a, a while, according to her.
1: Long time. It's really strange not to get I'm kinda one topic, but a lot of this story comes from like what they said. You know what I mean? Like the the whole encounter, like the whole report is fairly short. Yeah. From what I gathered.
0: Yeah, but then they the details came out what was it, three years later or so? When they well you wanna say it now or you wanna say it later?
1: Say it now. When they went under hypnosis? Hypnotic regression. Ooh yeah. Fancy. The redheaded stepchild of psychology. Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> psychology? Psychiatry. Psycho what is it?
0: I don't know. Maybe the maybe the hypnosis is an offspring of those two things?
1: Maybe. To spin off. It's like young Sheldon.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that even still a thing? I have no clue. Did you even start watching it?
1: Oh no, no, no. Ah. <sighs>
0: Betty wanted to leave the family farm so badly, according to college friend Dr. Mary Ann Franklin, that she asked her parents permission to join a passing circus as an acrobat in training. <laughs> permission was denied.
1: I think I do remember
0: hearing that. So, right there, that's that's one. I guess it's not crazy. It's just a little out there. It takes a box and a little out there. Like Her mind is like, yeah. I don't, Reality, I don't, uh, nah, it's not for me.
1: She was a child, so. True. True. I mean, if the circus was still a thing, I mean, I guess it was still a thing when I was a kid. I might have wanted to go tame Lions or fucking flip around on a trapeze or something. Yeah, if you didn't have a Super Nintendo at home. True. And I didn't at first. (laughs) Damn kids and the Hindendos and not want to go to the circuses. You know what I hate, what candy I hate? Circus Peanuts. Stop making them, people. They don't even make
0: any sense. Are they marshmallows? They're not peanuts. I, Are they peanut-flavored marshmallows? They're, they're lies.
1: It's they're just like a lie. Orange fucking peanuts, but they're marshmallows or something. They just have a peanut pattern. That's it. That's it. They're gross. They're a lie. Like candy corn. It's not corn. It's not even candy. It's not, it's not lies. I think it's some MK Ultra bullshit. They're just feeding to the kids. Then they're going to flip the switch one Halloween. Uh, Okay. Sleeper cells. Oh, yeah. That's
0: this Halloween. But according to, what was that podcast you sent me?
1: Oh, the Burhio podcast.
0: Yeah. September 5th. It's all over. Yep. We're done. It's over. That's it. Well. Wait a minute. Hold up. Is this episode coming out September 5th? No. September 5th is a Saturday. But you know what else is a weird correlation here? September 19th is the, I figured it out, 59th anniversary of the incident. Wow. Are they both dead? They are, right? Yeah. 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 He died super early, but we'll, we'll get to that stuff. Right, right. Betty was very liberally outspoken in college and in her life. Like, she fought for uh, racial equality and, you know, down that path.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, and it shows by who she married.
0: Yeah. Um, at the University of New Hampshire, she socialized with Mary Ann Franklin, Dr. Mary Ann Franklin, who was the only African-American on campus at that time. The only one? Yep. That was, uh, well, she was born in 1919, let's say 20 years later, 1939, World War Two is heating up. So she was at New Hampshire University, University of New Hampshire. I don't know if there's a difference. Could be. So late 30s, early 40s is when this is going on. So, yeah, there's some racial tension. A little bit, yeah. So Betty was very active in that kind of stuff, and she probably got herself into trouble for it because that was not very uh, accepting of everybody else quite yet. Nope. And then she... Took a break from college just as the U.S. entered World War II.
1: And what was that, 42, I believe? I don't know the exact year. I told you before, I don't know these. The only one I know is the War of 1812. It didn't even happen then. Well, see? Then I don't know anything. <laughs> I know the World War II was like the 40s. That's all That's I know. That's where it ended.
0: That's where it ended. I think it started in 39. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> And it ended with a bang. Oh, you know what I mean? A couple of two them. Two of them, yeah. <laughs> well, Betty worked as a waitress in a seacoast diner when she took a break from college. She married the cook and adopted his three children. When that marriage ended, in divorce after 14 years. So what's that? Where are we at? Um, early, late 40s, early 50s, I think is where we're sitting with that timeline. I didn't know she was <clears> married before. She just, I don't think Betty ever had any kids of her own. She just... Took guys with other kids. Oh, okay. She's a homewrecker. <laughs> a little bit. <clears throat> what? Maybe not. She, she's an acrobat in a different way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after that marriage ended, Betty returned to UNH, graduated in 58, and became a social worker. There you go. She shrewdly spent her settlement on a house on a busy street in Portsmouth. Pretty sure that's how you say that in New Hampshire, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's Portsmouth. Spelled it's not port's port's mouth. mouth yeah and one of the towns that they went through see in Pennsylvania it's pronounced Lancaster and I think everywhere else except Pennsylvania or except Pennsylvania it's called Lancaster
1: I think I say La- Lancaster I think you're wrong if you're referring to the town in <laughs> <of> Pennsylvania <laughs> well we have uh, Newark Delaware in Jersey it's Newark exactly uh English it's Fun. stupid <laughs> oh, fun, okay
0: <laughs> so this is this is where things like to me, Betty's already like sort of out there. She's outspoken and she kind of does things to get her way. but this is I, this is an interesting fact in her mentality, I think. <clears throat> when Golf Oil offered to buy and demolish her house to build a gas station, she negotiated twice the price, then purchased her own house back for a dollar. And moved it to a nearby lot where she lived until her death in 2004. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So she, the gas station offered to buy the house. And so they did for twice the price that it was worth. And then she said, you know what? Can I keep the the dwelling? I'll give you a dollar and I'll move it. Hmm. Uh, Okay. (laughs) So it's kind of a, she was very, that salesperson mentality. Oh. Is building. Yeah. Very
1: interesting you say that.
0: Okay. All right.
1: This is early, baby. What's happening? Well, no. I just. I think it's interesting that she was kind of a a smooth talker. uh,
0: Yeah, silver tongue.
1: Yeah. I just find it a little interesting. I didn't know that about her. Now, I'm not so sure Uh about her. Uh, See? See? Not that I was before either. But now (laughs) I'm a little less sure. uh-oh. Skepticism starting to uh,
0: starting to starting to show. I just think it's a little weird. I don't know. <laughs> uh Barney Hill was born July ninth, 1922, making him 3 years younger than her. He was born in Newport News, Virginia, and evolved into an unflinching activist. So he was a racial equality activist from early on. Right. He dropped out of high school. He joined the Army and served three years in World War II as a truck driver. So he has a little bit of a background in, in war type stuff. Mm-hmm. And I guess that'll come up later on when he starts describing these characters he saw in this particular vehicle. He was only in for three years. Uh, well, 1922, 20 years later, he was 20. 42 is when the U.S. got into the war. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming they were prepping for a year or two before that. So if he was eighteen in forty, that means he was twenty and forty two and the war ended forty four, forty five. I don't know how many times we gotta talk about this and we always yeah. mess facts.
1: <laughs> we have no clue. I definitely have no clue. You have more of a clue, but still not as much. <laughs> or not much.
0: So if the US got into the war in forty two
1: and it was over in forty five, three years. Boom. We are historians.
0: Now, <laughs> now. No. <laughs> no need for derogatory comments. That was factual, buddy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. It's not surprising that when describing his alien abductors years later, Barney pictured them in military caps like those worn by Nazi soldiers. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, he was injured in a grenade accident on a firing range and honorably discharged in 43. So he did. How did he. That's so weird. How did he serve in World War II for three years if the United States didn't even get involved until 41 or 42?
1: Well, anyway, maybe you're wrong. How dare you? I'm just kidding. Of course you're not. (laughs) Probably. The history books are wrong. (laughs) And then Mandela stepped in. I died in prison.
0: (laughs) Wait a minute. Uh... Betty met Barney in the mid 50s when he was vacationing in New Hampshire with his first wife. Oh, look, she is she's a homewrecker, huh? She's, a, hey man, look, she can talk her way out of a talk her house into a double the price and then she can talk her way into a different marriage.
1: She said, so how you doing, tall, dark, and handsome? <laughs> He's like, uh huh, here we go. <laughs> Just like that. It's like that meme. You know the, the the couple was walking down the street, but Barney Hill's like, <laughs> like what? Looking at Betty, she's wiggling her big old wide birthing hips. I just assumed that every woman back then had big wide birthing hips, and they had like dresses on. Everyone did. That's why they wore dresses because everyone
0: had hips. They couldn't put pants on. <clears throat> you know what you just did is causing me to have to make that meme, <clears throat> and we're gonna have to share that meme. <laughs> <clears throat> no problem. There, there, there's Barney turning back and looking at Betty, and meanwhile, that's his first wife yeah, looking well, <laughs> ahead. I don't even know. I don't even know who or what she looks like. We might be able to find her name at least. Oh yeah, probably. Uh, when that marriage dissolved, he and Betty married, but it took months for Barney to uproot himself from Philly and move to Portsmouth. He took a night job as a postal worker in Boston, enduring a ninety-minute commute each way. Man, that was jeez. <clears throat> I guess he
1: liked her a lot. She had his big old wide hips, dude. <laughs> More cushion for the pushing? Was he said, damn, look at all that junk in that <laughs> trunk. <laughs> Little bitty, that ass. <laughs> <laughs> had a lot of bitty. Betty got a lot of bitty in that butt. Got a lot <laughs> of bitty in that butt. It's so wrong.
0: I know. Uh, he, he didn't like the transition to a predominantly white
1: New England neighborhood, far from his friends and his two boys. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that either. So he just, he was like, eventually he was like, all right, later Gators, and just yeah, left the exactly.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Out of Philly. And we're going up to Portsmouth, New Hampshire, which is far.
1: Yeah. I think I just cut my nose on my beer can. How the fuck do you do that? I don't know. <clears throat> You got a big bitty on your your finger? What's going on there? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That's gross. Stop that. Sorry. I don't blame him for not, I mean, especially this era. He didn't want to go up there to white country.
0: Yeah, really? Well, I guess in Philly and beyond is all above the Mason-Dixon line, so it wasn't, Zero equality, but it's still... There was still... It was definitely racial tension. There was still... You know,
1: of course, still is. There was still segregation nationwide, wasn't there? I think so, for the most part. Just
0: not as... The South was real bad. Yeah. And let's see here. They, uh, They were married for 16 months, and they were working separate shifts. I don't even know if post people work overnight anymore at all.
1: I'm not sure. Maybe,
0: like, sorters. Yeah, like the warehouses, the headquarters or whatever. Yeah. But they're not roaming the streets. Oh,
1: no. No. Too many ruffians. That'd be super weird. (laughs) Was he a postal worker? Sorry, was he a postal worker in Philly? Or just when he got up to Portsmouth?
0: Just when he got to Portsmouth. I don't know what he was doing in Philly. But they, uh... They got married and they were married for 16 months and since they were working separate shifts they barely saw each other. Yeah. So in the fall of 61, which here we go, we're coming into it. They were like, "You know what? We got to take a break. It's been it's been 16 months. We've been married, we haven't had a honeymoon. We need to take yep. a long
1: weekend." And I mean, they didn't have sex yet cuz you only have sex after you're married on your honeymoon. That's the first time, right?
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: That, that's how that works, right? <laughs> I'm yeah, you, you get out the top of your uh, wedding cake and then you consummate with the wedding cake, right? Y-
1: well, yeah. That's
0: what <laughs> That's what I did. Uh, obviously. <laughs> it's, it's a little it's a little cold. You got to get used to it. It's been in the freezer for a while.
1: Yeah. Especially after 16 months, my god. Holy smokes, right? They've been saving their money up. <laughs> That piece of cake's harder than me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good lord. Like trying I... to take a piece of pencil lead and shove it into a diamond. <laughs> Just gonna break apart. <laughs>
0: I was like, <laughs> uh, And on that visual, we, we ought to take a break.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, we'll see you guys after the break. Uh-huh. We're back! Yay. I didn't have anything for that one. It's been too long now since. (laughs) That's okay. They forgive us. Do they? I don't know. Our numbers are skyrocketing right now. That's all I know.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I don't know what's up with that. We're doing all right.
0: We're making it. That's what's happening. We're we're making it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Got a new website now. How about that? Uh Oh, man. You know what we need to do? Record like our own no. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> been there done that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to record our own ad for like our promo? break for our break. And then we can just say all the end bullshit during the break.
0: Wow, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But we can also talk about the new website. Yes. We're we're building a podcast network. And in the last two weeks I've been I guess that's where my brain was. Hot and heavy into that stuff. That's fine. And, and ooh, I'm liking it. I don't know about you.
1: Yeah, I think it looks good. It looks good.
0: The idea is to start our podcast network making more podcasts as if we have time to make more podcasts. Yeah. But we got to work real hard now so that we can work less hard later. Or it would be... Still hard, but hard on stuff we want it to be hard on. Heh. I like that. I didn't end it down hard on straight straight dick joke.
1: <laughs> I prefer the curved dicks myself. a little to the right or a little to the
0: left. which one you uh, I like it to cur- I like
1: it to curve down because that's different. <laughs> <laughs> you know like gets hard it just like curves down like an upside down banana. <laughs> just doesn't make any sense. You got to go upside down to hit certain.
0: (laughs) My goodness. This took a turn. It went down. Yeah. Uh, It would
1: definitely make it easier to pee in the mornings if it curved down. Yeah. Instead of shooting for the moon. Yeah. I got to like lean up against the wall, (laughs) put my legs way out. Like I'm like, you know, aim it down. You need
0: to be an acrobat. You need to join the circus for some of those
1: mornings. Yeah. I'm pulling calf muscles.
0: We got a predominantly uh, lady view- uh, listenership, and
1: they don't know. Oh. <laughs> I think it's barely predominantly female. I think it's. Now, now you're just being gender biased. Maybe. I don't know. Am I? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That's how ungender biased <laughs> I am. What was that? That's that. Uh... Arthur meme, the Arthur, the Aardvark
0: family or whatever they are. The little sister goes to the door <laughs> and it's always like something random. She's like, I'm not going to do that because I can't even read that. The
1: cartoon Arthur? Yeah. I not no fucking Aardvark, was he? I don't know. Was he a mouse a rat? <laughs> I don't know what he was. I never knew what he was. I thought he was
0: some kind of weird monkey. <laughs> marsupial. He's some kind of marsupial. But I know he wears
1: his headphones wrong. It doesn't make any sense. Fucking ears are on top of your <laughs> head, bro. He needed earbuds before there were earbuds. And then they would just hang down the front
0: of his face because that's where his ears are.
1: That's okay. <clears throat> that it hangs down in front of your face? He needed air pods. No wires, bro. <laughs> yeah.
0: No Wireless pods. Anyway, yeah. the new website, weirdnesshq.com.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, you can go in there, you can leave comments on episodes. You can listen to the episodes yeah. there, but I highly recommend you don't. Because no, Well we don't get accounts for that. Cool. Uh, I I think we would. Would we?
0: Yeah, it's not, the episode doesn't live there. The way that works is I, um, you can take the link for the episode, wherever that may be, and somehow, by some sort of mysticism, you punch that link in there. Wherever it comes from, it brings up a podcast player. Oh, okay. So if it's a Spotify link, it'll come up with one that's all Spotify and pretty, prettied up for Spotify. If it's an oh. Apple one, it'll be pretty for Apple.
1: Okay. I gotcha. It's, uh, hmm.
0: it's, it's pretty smart.
1: Yeah. Smarter than me. I'll tell you that because I don't understand <laughs> any of that shit.
0: <laughs> the plan is, I don't know if you're going to be involved in it. It's totally up to you. But I'm, going to do a podcast with my daughter. I'm not going to tell you what the podcast is going to be called, but it's going to be the other one that lives on there. Actually, if you go to weirdnesshq.com and go to the About section, you'll see
1: it. Yep. It's on there.
0: So now that I've said it and this episode is not coming out until next week, well, like not next week, but the week after.
1: Now you got to do it, man.
0: In real time. Now I got to do it for real. got to do gotta it. It's going to happen. And I... How are you I, gonna do? it? Are you gonna
1: anchor that, or are you gonna? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do anchor because we should, we need to get back in this episode for real. But yeah, anchor. Anchor will give you so much money, and I think we could pre- we could possibly take that money and run and go to some other thing.
1: Yeah, since I mean they don't want to give us any more money.
0: Exactly. I've heard good things about Buzzsprout or Podbean. I think Buzzsprout, but you Bud have to sprout? you have to
1: pay. I think no. That sounds like a weed company. Are you saying Buzz or Bud? Buzz. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you said Bud. That was already taken. That's a weed company. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Goodness gracious. Let's get back into this. Let's do it. Married sixty months, and they went on a trip. They took their dog, Delcy, with them. She was a little uh, dachshund.
1: A wiener dog. Betty was all about them <laughs> wieners. She was all... Dark wieners. <laughs> Was she? Was her first of husband? Oh, well, I don't know. But well, that's what she ended up with.
0: <laughs> Gosh, took a turn already. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why this is a pertinent detail because delsey the dachshund dog, has nothing to do with anything else later. Like the the dog can't recall shit. We're not asking the dog, like, are you hungry? Did you not pee for the last seven hours? It was only a four hour trip. It took seven hours, and you're not hungry, or you're not peeing, pooping anywhere. What's going on? It's all about those double D's, dude. Delcy the Dachshund. <laughs> is that is that what Biddy Betty had? <laughs> them double double D's. Double B's. Double B. <laughs>
1: Betty the Biddy. <laughs> I got is double this double B a thing? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we got to. All the females are like, you stupid idiots. <laughs> Focus. Double Bs. What we, are you talking we about? We want to know here about Billy and Barney. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Niagara Falls, Montreal. Barney was nervous that a Canadian motel might not accept an interracial couple with a dog late at night. So he's like, Betty. We're just we're just going to drive right back home. We're we're not. We saw the Niagara Falls, and we're going to go back home. It's only four hours. We can do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's reasonable. What time was it? Um,
0: well, it was late at night. But, uh, didn't the incident happen at three a.m.?
1: It was on Route Three. Yes, it was. But I don't know. It m- was
0: it was through the night. I mean, it took them if they were driving nonstop. Four yeah. hours from Niagara Falls area, Montreal or whatever
1: the nearest town is to Portsmouth, New
0: Hampshire. Roughly four hours.
1: It was two AM. Two AM. Uh they well, <clears throat> on the last night of the trip, the Hills departed a diner in Vermont around ten PM, hoping to make it back to Portsmouth around two AM.
0: Oh, so Okay, so they were they, must have, they were already back in the United States before midnight.
1: Yes, yeah, they okay. were in Ver- Vermont around ten, and then tried to make it home by two. <clears throat> okay,
0: the four-hour trip. It was overnight between September nineteenth into the twentieth. That's that's where we're at. With mm-hmm. Delcy the Dachshund, Double D's, Double D. <laughs> uh, they were carrying Betty's handgun for protection, and were afraid it might be discovered at the border. As they crossed back in the United States, they were tense and arguing when Betty spotted weird lights in the New Hampshire sky,
1: and that's when things happened. So what? No, okay,
0: never mind. <clears throat> what do you got? I've been talking this whole time.
1: <clears throat> I, I I gave you the history, so <clears throat> so I mean, you said that's when they saw the light, right? <clears throat> yeah, it was. So it was overnight, the early hours of the September twentieth. So, like, as they're driving around or driving, they see the light, and it appeared to like follow them. And every mile they drove, the light got bigger and brighter. They're like, "What the fuck is this thing?" And Barney was like, "You know what? Uh, you know what? It's probably just a helicopter or plane or something." He didn't think yeah. it was anything.
0: He's a he's a war guy, hmm. so
1: he's been he's
0: seen some stuff. Yeah, he's like eh, whatever. It's, there's always lights in the sky, Betty. Come on, calm down, would you?
1: Yeah. So. You know they're drive they're winding around these mountains they're cruising, but this light just keeps following them're like well, that's a little fucking weird, I don't know, yeah, they're on uh u s three
0: up there, and th- according to them, they are the only car on this highway at this time,
1: yeah, it's the the white mountains it's called oh, uh, had to go there didn't you no, i'm just I'm just <laughs> telling you. <ya. laughs> that's why barney was like i don't want to fucking stop this is (laughs) i'm not ever see that movie sound of music no you didn't it's not out yet (laughs) i'm not stopping on whites mountain not happening so so eventually you know they got so curious about it that they decided to pull over and barney or no was it betty Oh, yeah. B- Betty had a pair of binoculars, I think. And she realized, this thing's not a satellite. It was not really... It didn't look like a helicopter, not a plane. It looked like something spinning in the air. Flying saucer. Uh,
0: yeah, it's uh, unidentified.
1: <laughs> yeah. For sure. It's a UFO. So, uh, Barney, he started to get a little concerned as well. But he's he, he was kind of skeptic- skeptical of... <clears throat> you know any et shit so he was like but i don't know what else it could be he he didn't believe this in, in aliens but he was like no i don't know what else it could be <clears throat> so i guess i they must have got back in the car they were still in the car they continued to drive oh no this now they get to route three in lincoln and that's when oh, okay the, yeah this is when the object just hovered about 100 feet above the car and Bar- Barney, like, slams the brake. Fuck! Betty! He got out of the car with a gun. He's like, Give me my fucking gun. And he saw something. And it, this thing was huge. It was, well, I say huge. It, it was as big as a jet. That's pretty big for, compared to a car. Yeah, and silent. And flat as a motherfucking pancake. Which is kind of thick if you're from France, because they eat crepes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> just ke- it's just cake.
0: Why do we? Think- it's not. It's just cake. This is a thick crepe. <laughs> crepe. Where the blood's at. Crepe. 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 Crap, I don't know. Uh, you know what? I'll take a baguette. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say that. That's just bread.
1: There's no sugar in it. I'll just I'll dip it in sugar. Damn it, because I can't say crepe. Okay. <laughs> uh. So <laughs> behind the wind, there was windows in this craft. And Barney could see beings in gray uniforms. And he wondered, like, didn't it, it buzzed around for a while, right? And then he followed it. He
0: l- parked the car in the highway. Yeah. And got out with the handgun and went into a field because this th- mm. that's where this thing went. First of all, I'd be like, uh, it landed now? Ooh, I'm getting out of here. I don't think it had landed yet, was it? Did it land? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe not. Maybe it
1: was just, like, teasing him. For him to get out of the car. Yeah, he, he got out. And he did try to raise his pistol, but he was not able to. Like, they must have, like, fucked with his... But he just couldn't pull the gun. So then he was oh. like, fuck, I'm about to get captured. So he ran back to the car and sped the fuck off. <clears throat> yeah, that that's when he put the pedal down. Yeah, he said, I'm out of here, just like Travis Walton's buddy. He said, I'm gone, bitches. And then at some point, they started hearing this, like, weird, like, beeping noise from their trunk and they started feeling drowsy and then they just fucking passed out. They lost con they they were gone. What? As it yeah, as they were driving off. Zoop, they're gone. <clears throat> then so
0: go What what would have been a four hour trip turned into a seven hour trip when they finally got back home. Or is it missing
1: time? Yeah, yeah, there's missing time. <clears throat> what yeah. happened. I think they got raped, <laughs> in in so many ways. Well, <clears throat> uh, hang on, I don't remember where that was. I can't remember which website that was on. What? Where? Where the? Uh, like what happened? The, the hypnosis,
0: or what they revealed during the hypnosis?
1: Well, I mean, is that's where we're going, right? Like what? Yeah. What actually happened? Yeah, I can't fine because yeah, at this point in the story they um that's what happened they
0: they just passed out or whatever and then suddenly they were home and exhausted and seven hours had passed even though it should have only taken them four hours they couldn't have stopped anywhere nothing was open
1: yeah well i mean so like before they they went through regression and all that you know betty was having these weird dreams at home and barney's like Damn it, Betty, shut the fuck up. It's nothing. You know, Yeah, he, like, he was getting anxious because she was freaking out about it,
0: and he didn't want any more attention than they were already getting being an interracial couple during this time period. Yeah,
1: he's like, don't say anything about it. What are you, fucking crazy?
0: We don't need any more attention, Betty. <laughs> she's Elizabeth, like, she's like, stop but I it. I keep
1: seeing them giving you fucking genital warts. I see it <laughs> happening.
0: <laughs> Wasn't that, uh, did she see that?
1: I don't think but, so. They were in several rooms, that, right? I think so. Yeah. Do you have all those details? Uh, no. <laughs> I just, okay. It's just stuff I remember. Um. Uh, during the hypnosis... Did you find a transcript what, of those,
0: by any chance? I didn't find a transcript of the hypnosis, but I found that... I told you about that PDF. and yeah. There's quite a bit in there, and... um. From what I understand, during his hypnosis, what happened was that those general rewards you were talking about, they, they weren't there, or maybe they were there just a little bit, and they were kind of aware of them. But then during the hypnosis, when he was recalling all this stuff, is when they flared up. Really? And started getting painful and infected and all that. This was two years later when they went under hypnosis, hypnotic regression.
1: So he had, like, no issues. They started talking about it, and he's like, shit, there's my dick bumps. (laughs) Flaring up. Yep. Flaring up. Wow. There they go. Uh,
0: Betty said her dreams started about one and a half to two weeks after the sighting. She told of seeing men in the road and a big orange object nearby being taken aboard the object with Barney and examined in separate rooms. Mm Mm-hmm. The dreams so impressed Mrs. Hill, she wrote a five-page account of what she believed represented a recall of an actual experience following the first UFO encounter. At the time, I attributed the blackout period and the dreams as due to all the excitement and shock of the first encounter and to nothing else, like like a PTSD. She just kind of freaked out about it. The orange object I dismissed as the setting moon since the time was approximately right for moonset. An atmospheric refraction could cause reddening of the disk. However, under hypnosis, Mrs. Hill not only told the same story of being captured and examined aboard the UFO, but so did her husband for the first time. Which I could, with their mentality, I could see a totally fabricated story coming from her, being that she's like, Yeah, yeah, mom, dad, I don't go to the circus. I want to be acrobat. Yeah. And then later on, she's like, Say, what, uh, gas company? I'm, you know. How about you pay me some more? That silver tongue of hers. But I lean in that Barney is a little bit more reserved than Betty. He's not good just going to come out and say, oh, it was all oh, these little green men and their eyes yeah. were slanted. And-
1: yeah. He, I mean, men back then, they were like, they didn't want to look. They wanted to be like men and like tough. No, I'm not going to say anything. We- Shut no. up, Betty. Shut the fuck up. Damn it! Yeah. Make me some tea, or make sure you put fucking half whiskey. Anal probing my ass. Well,
0: Barney, that's what that's. The- Shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are we? This is the There's NICAP friend- report, right? Yeah, that's the one I have up. Okay. Are you reading down that? Um, is that where you is? Uh, I'm trying to find you. Where are you at? Page nine. Page nine. I don't want to pass that. How the fuck do I get past that?
0: I don't know. There's a lot, dude. Yeah, there's so is. much. I, I kind of wish I, well, I had more time. and I, <laughs> More time. Yeah. If I put the time into the research, instead of playing pool next to a
1: pool. God. Yeah. On a beach. Ugh. What the fuck, man? You got to be <laughs> more dedicated. <laughs> you have way more shit than I do. Uh, as a frightened Barney Hill drove off down the highway. Betty cranked down her window and looked out and saw no sign of the UFO. Barney thought the craft was right over them, but Betty could see nothing. The car had traveled only a very short distance when the couple heard a series of beeping or buzzing sounds, as if in code, on the rear trunk. Each beep caused the car to vibrate. Yeah,
0: that's what you were talking about.
1: Yeah. Th- things got crazy. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, hypnosis amplified this dis- uh, this description. When Betty lowered the window, she looked back and up, but could not see any stars overhead, just blackness, which she believed was a UFO uh, obscuring the stars and following the car. The mysterious mind voice, quote-unquote mind voice, according to Barney, under hypnosis, instructed him to turn off the highway. This he did. He then was told to turn off on another road, which twisted through a heavily wooded section. Again, Barney complied. Betty was puzzled by all this. She didn't hear any of this. Like, it was just talking to him, like, pull over, turn this well, way. Just
0: before that is when he stopped the car on the highway, and that's when he chased it into the field, and it's, he saw the beings in it. Yeah. And he saw this leader and kind of made, like, eye contact with the leader.
1: Yeah. that's That's when he went to raise the gun, right? And then he couldn't. Yeah. And that must have been, like, I don't know if the eye contact or what made a connection, but he couldn't raise the gun and now they're in his fucking head.
0: Mm, mind raping. Mind, maybe, probably. Maybe, maybe we should stop saying raping.
1: Yeah, probably. <clears throat> we don't have to read that quote, the uh, parentheses part, do we? No. Yeah. <clears throat> so after they had driven for some distance through uninhibited forest, they suddenly saw a cluster of quote-unquote men, ahead in the road and a bright orange glow in the woods to the right. Mrs. Hill cried when she mentioned the figures. Barney Hill thought it was an auto accident. All at once, the motor of their car stalled. Barney tried to start it, but to no avail. That's that's kind of crazy,
0: thinking about that, because a stalled. Uh, this is a 19, 1961 that had to be no... Sooner than a 50s car, there was what was the electronic situation in those cards?
1: Not much, it was all fuel run, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, there wasn't a lot of electronics in them.
0: You just well, I if they had some sort of technology just to cause a
1: battery to stop, could I mean, maybe they just overloaded it? You know? okay, it sounds reasonable. Maybe they didn't have to drain it, maybe they just overloaded the battery somehow.
0: Aliens, aliens.
1: So, the figures, Betty estimated uh, there were 10 or 12 of them, and Barney noticed about six came toward the car in two groups. Mm. Three men approached Barney's door. That's not even in quotes. Three men. And as they came, an image of the strange hypnotic eyes and the mind voice came. Two. Telling Barney to close his eyes and keep them shut. No harm would come to him. Uh, the men opened his door. Barney kept his eyes tightly closed. He felt himself lifted up and supported on his feet by two of the men. Apparently, someone discovered the gun in his pocket and laid it on the seat.
0: Okay. So they just
1: snagged his gun. Cool. But we they gave it that. back. They let him have it. They didn't take yeah, it.
0: We, they don't need that for anal probing. No. That's a that's a different kind of probing.
1: Yeah. So five figures came to Betty's side of the car, because they said, look, oh. this bitch is going to put up a oh. fight.
0: Here we go. She got some junk in her trunk, and she going to use it. She is thick, boys.
1: <laughs> uh, she began to open the door herself, and one of them opened it for her. She looked up at the men at, at the man and promptly fell asleep. Quotes.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Um, you ever see that movie? Um, now You See Me? No. Really, dude? No, oh, it's do you, you like the um, Heist type movies? Oceans Eleven and all that?
1: Oh, is that the the uh the Magic people? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. yeah, I forgot what it was called. With uh Woody Harrelson? Jesse Eisenberg.
0: Yeah. Jesse yeah. Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson,
1: Isla Michael Kane. Yeah. Who? Isla Fisher. Oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh so she fell asleep and when she opened her eyes, she found herself Walking up a wide path toward the object in the woods, there were three men in front of her and two behind her. Looking back, she saw her husband being led up the path, a man on either side supporting him. Barney looked sound asleep to Betty. According to Barney, he was afraid to open his eyes.
0: Oh, so he was—he was saving his strength. <laughs> yep, he was—he was ready to throw down. Yeah. He was just saving his strength. Give him a minute.
1: But I don't—I mean, I would be like, no, I was asleep. I'm not going to say, no, I was too scared.
0: I came back in hypnosis later. Yeah. I want to sleep, bitch. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, five on you. What do you want me to do? <laughs> uh,
1: do you want to read through all this? or?
0: No, no, no. Let's let's just... Uh, I mean, so this is what happened. They they went through all this stuff. I don't think we need to get into all of it. It will take us a whole other part to read all this crap.
1: Yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Scott. Betty's account of her examination. Do you know what I mean? Damn, we should—we really should have stayed more on track for, for all this stuff. So possibly. We, we could have went through it more.
0: Yeah, possibly. But, I mean, I guess we'll kind of... We'll, we'll just skim over it or... And at the very end, they really did go through some wild stuff while they were on this sh- spaceship, supposedly. And they didn't... They had no idea. Everything we just read from the point of the co- uh, the mind control, him pulling over on the highway, was all r- regression. They all, they sur- uh, suppressed all of that.
1: That's It's really, really crazy, right?
0: Yeah. And and my whole thing is, Barney wants no kind of public attention for him and his wife. Because they, they are the interracial couple at this time period. So... Betty is the one that's. She's all about tr- telling people this stuff. I don't know if she wants the attention, or if she's trying to get attention for something else, or if she's just looking for fame, fortune. Yeah. But she is the one that really pushed to get all this out. Like, was she the one that called the air force?
1: Yeah, yeah. Her sister told her to. So. Right. Right.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. So the whole. I think if if it was just Barney, we would not know anything. We would not be telling the story right now. If it was just Barney,
1: I yeah, I think you're completely right. Because he he
0: doesn't want attention. Betty was all for the attention. She that's that's what she either the attention or the you know like I said fame or fortune. And Barney wanted nothing to do with any of that. He was more for. The racial equality stuff. He was fighting for racial equality. That's what he wanted to do. But he didn't want it to be land-based with uh, an alien invasion or an alien abduction.
1: Yeah, because then all the whites would be like, look at this crazy black man. Look what he did to that white woman. Like,
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It, it, it just, in those times, it would not look good. No. No. So that's why I nope. kept saying like, buddy, shut the fuck up. Hey, shh. don't tell anybody about those dreams. Push it <laughs> like a man. You push it down inside. You don't ever talk about that <laughs> shit until one day you lose your fucking mind and you shoot people or whatever. <laughs> what do I, I don't know.
0: Oh, pe- I thought that's, that es- escalated quickly. Oh, <laughs> on postal. Watch out. <laughs> he was a postal worker. He was a postman. Overnight postman of Boston. Yikes. Hour and a half. He
1: drove an hour and a half to support Betty, and all she wants to do is talk about aliens. Well, speaking of talk, we didn't talk about the star map. We didn't talk about her dress. Well, yeah, get into it. Star map? I don't know about the star map. But I you read about the dress. You don't know about the star map?
0: No. So this, the, <clears throat> two years later is when they went into a uh, hypnotic regression, but immediately after is, uh, the day after is when she noticed something funny about her dress cuts in her dress that were never there some sort of red dust is that what was on her dress I believe so yeah and it was starting to wasn't it started it started to wear down like it had been years and years older like the fabric started to wear
1: yeah away and barney had scuffs on the top of his shoes yeah, that weren't there before. Well, it indicates that he was drug. Like he was picked up and kind of drug kind of okay. Kind of face down sort of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh yeah, against Yeah, against his will, against his Yeah, like like his feet were kind of dragging behind him, so it was like scuffs on the top, like toe part of his shoes. Yeah. I think their car had some sort of radioactivity to it too, right? I don't know. I, I mean, I didn't see that in my very little research, but it's just <clears throat> stuff I remember. <clears throat> but their experiences were very different. I I believe. Like I think hers was more. Hers was a little freaky, but nothing like like Barney was like oh fuck get off of me like you know like the like the the terrifying abduction where. Betty had more of the uh, enlightening one.
0: She's like, Oh, this is this is happening. Yeah, kind like, of. This is happening
1: to me. Kind of like, like they didn't do a lot. I don't think they did a lot of experiments on her. I think a lot of it was more for Barney. Or did he just
0: freak out because it's not a situation he could control. It's not a situation he was comfortable with. And it was just he just lost his mind because his mind could not it could not conceive what was happening.
1: Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's
0: possible. Didn't he say when he saw the creatures, the you know, when he got out of the car the first time, couldn't lift up his pistol, and then he saw the leader, he was saying that they moved and they were in formation and kind of stiff like a Nazi regiment.
1: Yeah, he did. Uh, during his regression, I believe he said that, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. They, they were kind of very soldier-like, but in... In a very strict German way. I mean, he would know. He he served in the military, so he saw that firsthand. So I mean, some people might poo-poo on that, but that makes sense to me that he would relate it to that, since he was still fresh in his mind.
1: Well, you got to think if a race can come here from another planet, another dimension, or whatever, they'd have to be very disciplined, right? I'm not saying yeah. the <laughs> I'm not at all saying like the way the Nazis were super disciplined was a good like I'm not saying Nazis were good. <laughs> so uh but, no. No. Nope. But the nope. super discipline like like you could like just strict like soldier movements like you you know what I mean like that yeah, I would yeah, think yeah. you would need that if you're going interstellar or interdimensional
0: Right, right. You need that, like a strict discipline.
1: Um, yeah, t- I totally agree. Like you're not gonna have a, a hippie alien race. I don't think that's gonna make it here. I think the ones that are gonna make no. it here are very capable of killing us.
0: Oh, yes, not a not a hippie race. Hey man, we just need more beings in the universe to love. Man,
1: hey, check out this weed from my planet, man. <laughs>
0: We call it weed there, too, man, and I know. I'm talking English and everything.
1: Or maybe you just understand me because you're smoking <laughs> this alien weed. I don't know why I call it alien weed because, to me, it's terrestrial. To you, it's extraterrestrial. <laughs> so, yeah, so Betty gets this. They show her this star map. Okay. Yeah, I don't know anything about this one. Yeah, so. Uh,
0: oh, uh, because she was so. uh so welcoming and so like uh, submitting to them. They're uh, like, oh, well, but why we have this needle in your navel? Uh, check out this
1: star map. No, this was, she was done. Like, she, she was all, she, oh, she was, was She was all done. Like, yeah. Uh, well, Barney's, Barney's still there. freaking He's out bar- over He's there. Like, He's so, like, Betty, you wanna... <laughs> get off of me,
0: you bastards. So, Betty, look, while you're in a waiting room waiting for him to get done,
1: check this out. <laughs> Betty's like, that's all you're going to put in my butt? Why don't you put another (laughs) one in there, too? You only gonna put one in there? Like, this bitch is crazy. Finish her up real quick. We need to stop her. Show her the star map. Get her distracted (laughs) or something. She needs to stop. So, they showed her this map of where they came from, and then during her hypnotic regressions, she drew it. Oh. And some people believe, like, this could be their homeworld. Um... But Betty was like, no, this is, you know, this is their trade routes, which, so I guess she said, yeah, it's their home world or whatever. They showed their trade routes that they use frequently, routes that they didn't take often, and those that they took for expeditions.
0: Mm, Galactic highways.
1: Yeah, so it's a, if you guys look up the, uh, you can just look up uh, Betty Hill star map, and there's. There's some controversy around it because people say, "Well, when you look up, it that doesn't match up." And then someone else, you know, some other people have pointed out, but it does look like that if you're looking from a different vantage point, like if you're not on Earth,
0: not on Earth,
1: yes, Plutonian. So so it shows, uh, Jupiterians. How the fuck do you zoom in? Oh, God. Jupiter. Uh-uh. <laughs> Did get too big for you? I just zoomed in on not what I wanted it to. Oh, my God. Now I'm way off. <clears throat> so it shows... Uh... You were looking at the star map,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. He hey. I was hey, looking hey. at the double, double Ds.
1: Turn. Whoa. I don't have double to D? zoom in on those.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right there. It shows Zeta-2 reticuli. It shows, like, a thick orange line or like a I guess a bunch of lines to zeta one reticuli then something going out to the right to alpha mensa I don't know (laughs) so it shows a bunch of lines and then like the further out they go the lighter the lines get to where it's kind of like you know we go from zeta two reticuli to zeta one reticuli a lot and then we go to gliese 86 Kind of a little more, uh, 82 or demi, whatever. So, basically, what it seems to me like is they're either from around Zeta 2 reticuli or Zeta 1 reticuli. Zeta 2 reticuli is the furthest one out, but it also has the most like travel to Zeta. Okay, it's it's really hard to explain. You guys would have to see it to understand. So it seems like they're either around Zeta-2 reticuli or Zeta-1 reticuli, which I assume is a binary star system. I don't know for sure. But, I mean, this this whole thing has been scrutinized, and like even Carl Sagan has gotten in on it. Um, it's been 60 years, dude. So Yeah, so I guess Carl Sagan says that There is a resemblance between the two maps, but that's mainly because the lines corresponding to the navigation route have been copied from the hill map onto the real star map. If we were to substitute some other set of lines for the hill lines, we find that the eye suddenly is biased against seeing any agreement between the two maps at all. Interesting. So he makes a point. But I'm looking at I'm looking at the picture here. Okay. I'm looking at her drawing. and I'm looking at the other map, the other star system, the other star map, and it it's almost identical. Yeah, if you drew lines somewhere else, people may, might be like, "No, nah, they don't look alike." But if you look at the actual stars that she drew on it, they do. They match up with where stars are on the real map. <clears throat> The whole
0: thing is so freaking crazy. At One point you don't want to believe what's happening. You just want to be totally skeptical about this. This woman who's a little bit seems like like she's a little bit touching the head eccentric. But then other times, yeah, okay, we'll go with eccentric. Sure. But then other times you're uh, stuff like this.
1: Yeah. It, right before this encounter, I believe that there was some sort of alien sh- show on TV. ...that they saw... What? Yeah, I believe so. Right, like, a little bit before this. It's it's not talked about a lot. And the way they describe these beings... ...is very similar to the program... ...the program, as older people would say... ...on television. So I don't, I don't... I really don't know what to believe. And that sounds exactly like... ...the Travis Walton thing. Because... ...right
0: before his encounter... He watched a program on Betty and Barney Hill,
1: or his brother did, or something. Really, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was like a week before. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, I mean, I I really, hmm, I wonder if it just gets into your psyche. There's a um, a scientist who, I know we gotta start wrapping this up, but a uh, a scientist. Suggests that alien abduction could be due to accidental awareness. Which, which accidental accidental awareness is when someone wakes up during surgery. It's called accidental, accidental awareness.
0: Ooh, that would suck a lot.
1: Yeah, so is, this article says, As one can imagine, it can be a very traumatic experience. A new study documents the experience, and based off of that, one researcher has suggested that alien abduction experiences could be suppressed memories of accidental awareness coming to the surface. My only issue with this, with this theory, is well, maybe not my only, but my biggest one is how did they experience very similar experiences? Right?
0: Did they they could not have convinced each other so specifically of each other having these experiences and they were so into both of them they were that deeply barney wanted nothing to do with this was betty's silver tongue really that good that she convinced barney that this is what happened no i don't think so
1: i mean this article goes on to talk about the betty and barney hill thing and it says like an ex expert excerpt from her hypnosis, uh, basically describes a medical exam. And she quote-unquote quote says, So then they roll me over on my back, and the examiner has a long needle in his hand. And I see the needle, and it's bigger than any needle that I've ever seen. Seems
0: what? a little... Okay, it's a little exaggerated.
1: <clears throat>
0: All- I guess that would make sense for a dream, but... I don't know. Well, there's nothing... I I didn't find anything about him or her having any kind of surgery. I actually he got he got injured in the war, which I guess so,
1: maybe, yeah. I guess
0: that makes sense could be for him if he was under some sort of sedation for for those purposes, but what happened to her? I
1: think <sighs> do you, do you think sometimes other times it's just <laughs> A bunch of nonsense oh. in there. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I, I I want to believe so bad.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> the funny thing that comes up a lot is the, the genital warts that Barney gets. Yeah. and he, <laughs> Which is an STD or an STI, however you say it now. I don't know how the fuck they say it now. It's a sexually transmitted something. Disease, infection, infection whatever.
0: Di- okay, okay, well.
1: So we we understand so some people say like all right well he's just cheating on betty and said like (laughs) oh i got these from the fucking aliens too oh it's some alien warts baby it's alien
0: warts (laughs) but is she immune well it's very is she immune to that kind of thing does she have some sort of built up I don't know. Her immune system is just that good because she lived on a farm. She doesn't get them alien warts or what?
1: Well, if I guess if they were terrestrial STDs, she would probably get it. But she did not. So it could be some sort of infection from the device they used to put over his beans and frank. and uh, mm,
0: For reproductive
1: purposes. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to think about this, Will. I really don't.
0: I don't know. It's a little crazy. I, my biggest beef is that when he died in 1969, um, it really detracted from all of the things he accomplished with his membership in the NAACP, his founding of the Rockingham Community Action Program, yeah, his legal battles to end discriminatory hiring practices, his appointment to the New Hampshire Civil Liberties Commission. All of it was just kind of second-line bottom paragraph kind of stuff over it's the black flying saucer guy he died
1: <laughs> yeah and it's it's kind of like this a sad part of this yeah it's like they're not known for really all the work that they did they're known no. for being Betty and the Barney Uf- Hill the UFO couple
0: yeah the interracial UFO couple that kind of kicked off a bunch of abductions even though before this which i might dig into there was a report of alien abductions in brazil with similar uh with similarities to what happened with these two hmm. so they were this happened to them in 61 he died in 69 of a sudden cerebral hemorrhage and betty just kind of lost her mind and then from there she's like the aliens have been following me this whole time they they're trying to tell me that this is, was their whole plan, and I know Barney's out there watching me.
1: She straight up went Linda Moulton Howe.
0: She, I don't know who that is, but she <laughs> lost her stuff.
1: <laughs> Linda Moulton Howe is, a uh, she's interesting. I won't I you know, I won't say too much about her in case she listens. She might, you know. <laughs> oh,
0: she's she still here?
1: <clears throat> she, uh, look, she's sitting right over here, dude. I don't want, Uh-oh. but look, right now she's channeling, channeling an alien. So I don't want to interrupt her, and she doesn't know I'm talking about her.
0: What channel? UHF?
1: No. Oh. I don't know, whatever the next one is. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> beta tape. Now, supposedly Betty got so off the rails, that things just went so crazy with Betty. She saw UFOs and everything, and she invited everybody to come check out these UFOs.
1: I do the From same 19- fucking thing. Uh, probably. Well, <laughs> we're driving down the road, and I see it like a helicopter or like a plane coming straight on. You can't see the blinking lights. You just see the bright, like, headlight. Yeah, I'm like, this is is wrong. What the fuck is that? What is that? What is that? You know? (laughs) And and then it turns. (laughs) Yeah, I I drive off the road. (laughs) Oh, shit. And then I see the blinking lights, and I'm like, okay. Okay, we're going to be fine. (laughs) From 82 to 89,
0: supposedly she, in 204 trips out and about in the New Hampshire countryside, New Hampshire is... Real, real close to the Massachusetts Cape Cod.
1: Mm.
0: so right up against the Atlantic Ocean. Um, she, in seven years, supposedly recorded 2,998 cases of UFOs. What? That's a lot. That's a lot. That's now, a lot. It, there was probably planes, few satellites, I'd imagine. Uh, some people said could have been some Chinese floating lanterns, somebody celebrating out in one of the country size, just setting one of those off, but just shy of 3,000, dude? Mm, she she was either uh, crazy bitty Betty. That's what she was.
1: Well, I mean, they, they say when, once you're abducted, you're kind of targeted for life.
0: Is that how it works? You become a target, you're now like, uh, you get tagged? Yeah. With a shark tag on yeah.
1: you? Yeah. Similar to that, but we're going to watch
0: this mammal and all it does for the rest of its life.
1: I mean, how do you even know that? Some people don't even know they got abducted. How are you going to know you got abducted 65 times? You know?
0: It's uh, the trackers in your big toe. You got a scar on your big toe?
1: Do I? Yeah. No, but I got a weird mark on my fucking arm that just popped up out of nowhere. Mm.
0: You got a loss of time, do you?
1: No, I think it's skin oh. cancer.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> Checks out uh, yeah, yeah, I uh, guess we're wrapping this up, huh,
1: yeah, I think so. I mean, there's a lot we could have talked about, yeah,
0: she but. she died in two thousand four there's there's a number of books on this, which we did not actually consume any of them,
1: no, yeah, we uh
0: <laughs> a little bit dropped the ball on this, one. we yeah. might we might revisit it with a whole other set of stuff sometime. I might read this entire sixty one page PDF
1: yeah. One yeah, of,
0: one of these days. It's not today.
1: We just got back from vacation. Cut us some slack, people.
0: <laughs> yeah, been hung over how many times
1: in one week? Too many, too right? many, man. The sun has just cooked my fucking brain.
0: <laughs> All right, if you want to hear some more nonsense, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Bring on the weird. And uh, while you're there, we would really appreciate five stars. That'd be fine. And uh, what are we gonna have them tell us? I don't want to know. I'm not going to say it. Nope. I'll tell you when we stop recording.
1: Oh, how about just tell us your favorite alien abduction story?
0: Yes. There's a bunch of them.
1: You don't have to run down the whole story, but just say like, you know, Betty Barney Hill or Travis Walton or something that we haven't talked about yet. That'll give us some great ideas. Absolutely. There's that
0: guy in Brazil, which... I looked up the map today from where that guy was abducted in Brazil. That It was 1957, so four years before this, to Argentina was 500 miles. The reason I picked Argentina is because our guy that we keep talking that we're not going to talk about, Mr. Joseph Mangala, mm. Joey Mangles. could he have constructed some sort of vehicle to travel 500 miles northeast of Argentina to grab this dude do stuff for this dude, drop him back home, and get out of there before anybody noticed this vehicle travel back 500 miles. Was Joey that that capable? We'll see. Tell, what do you think? Do you think Django Mangles is that capable? He just cutting kids up? Me? Apple Podcasts? Oh. Well, any, anybody, give us five stars <laughs> to tell us about your favorite alien abduction.
1: Yeah. If you want a super dope T-shirt with an alien on it, And our logo, go to MyConspiracyTees.com slash Bring on a Weird. Oh, yeah. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.
0: We're always sharing stuff as much as we can. And don't forget, check out WeirdnessHQ.com, where we're starting to build our very own podcast network.
1: Yeah. I guess that's it, right? Yeah, I think so.
0: And uh, With that, stay weird, world.
1: And we'll see you guys next time.